the Australian Trainers Association presents. Here's McKay Diva, a nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind the wings are down the outside. It's going to get desperate. Michelle Payne has created history in Flemington. It's Germany's Melbourne Cup. Protection is flying through thanks to Red Canal. The Australian Trainers Podcast. Welcome trainers to another edition of the Australian Trainers Association podcast. On this week's edition we've got four new topics for you. The first is obviously the equine welfare, um, a national issue which has taken centre stage across the course of the last week. We're also going a little closer to home, we're going to talk about a review that we're carrying out with Racing Victoria around the benchmark 58s and 64s. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about a review of synthetic tracks that Racing Victoria are also carrying out, looking at the performance of the Ballarat and also the Pakenham synthetic track. And lastly, we'll complete the, uh, the foursome, the Quadrella. We'll talk about fair racing for all and some of the elements that are coming out of that review. Equine welfare has certainly taken centre stage this week following the graphic graphic vision that was shown on the 7.30 report of Mirror Mist Abattoir at Caboolture in Queensland. That vision was disturbing on a number of levels. The firstly was obviously the maltreatment of the horses. Secondly, the existence of a, a, a large volume of thoroughbred racehorses. I think thirdly, the fact that racehorses were identified at the abattoir, which according to Racing Australia, records were either active or their whereabouts was otherwise unknown. Clearly there's also an issue around the public image of racing. We must ensure that there is confidence in racing, not only from the participants who work within, but from the public who support the industry from without. The hard work starts now, and from an ATA perspective, we've been in touch with Racing Australia, we've spoken with Racing Victoria, we've also had a conversation with stakeholders, including the breeders and the owners, the think tank starts now. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. For example, a national platform that everyone will adhere to. We need to look at the dollars involved in an aftercare program. We need to look at legislation, how that reacts. We need to look at governments and see exactly what role governments will play in this particular matter. A lot of information, a lot of people, and a lot of parties will come together. We welcome your input on this subject because it directly affects you as a trainer. Please feel free to drop a line to the office and as and when we get further updates and further down the track on this very important matter, uh, we'll provide a further update to our members in future podcasts. As we know, Victoria have two synthetic tracks, one at Ballarat, the uh, latest track that was installed, and the Pakenham synthetic track both polytracks. Um, over the course of the last six months there's been much mail and much input from trainers on the performance of these tracks from perhaps a too fluffy surface that was presented which was more akin to a training surface through to some of these surfaces being prepared and presented too hard for the racehorses. We've also had members who have raised concerns about horses ingesting the material and which has caused them to cough or, or cough down and therefore they haven't been able to run on their merits. All of this information has been fed back to Racing Victoria and as a result they have agreed that they're going to undertake a review of the performance of the two synthetic tracks across the course of the last season. This report is being prepared by Jamie McGuinness and his infrastructure team and will be submitted through to the Racing Victoria board 
where the findings will be discussed at their meeting late in November. We will bring members with a further update post that November meeting with any recommendations that may impact or improve racing on the synthetic surfaces for our following season. The ATA have also asked the Racing Operations Team and RVL to perform a review of the 58s and the 64 benchmark races. By review, we, we've asked them to assess the number of horses within those two class races who are winning with ratings above the 58 and the 64 respectively. Input from members suggests that the issues with the 64 benchmark races is not as pronounced as it is with the benchmark 58s. You might recall that two years ago now, the 0 to 58 class was reinstated and there are now some 150 races that are run across Victoria on a Saturday in particular, which are simply set aside for the 0 to 58 rated horse. The suggestion from trainers is that it is in this category where we are suffering the most with horses who are rated at 59 and above consistently winning these races. We've asked Racing Victoria to produce this information prior to Christmas so we can make an assessment and if indeed we do need to make changes to the programming across the course of the balance of this racing season, Racing Victoria have confirmed that they will do so. So watch this space trainers, we'll be able to bring you an update on this very important subject for many of our members before Christmas. And finally on the agenda for this episode is the Fair Racing for All project that the Racing Victoria Board commenced late last year. Their final report was produced and released in October, early October, which identified a number of areas where they were promoting change. Train, change around education, change around license renewal matters, change around penalties, also change around business-related matters involving trainers and their awareness, understanding and skills in those non-racing areas. For many of these changes, they're still at the concept stage. There's discussions that will be ongoing with not only the ATA, but other stakeholders around the owners, uh, jockeys, um, breeders, etc. As many of these concepts are fleshed out and it is decided upon the best course of action and when and how they will be implemented into the Racing Victoria environment. One key one which we've had many trainers ring and inquire has been the suggestion that Racing Victoria will bring in a rule that will not allow trainers to work for other trainers unless of course they are in the pre-training area. We have raised this as a concern with Racing Victoria in particular with Jamie Steer in the integrity area who is driving this change. Um, we are presenting a paper to him on how that will affect in fact how that will cause problems within the training environment given that there are many many of our members who are dependent on other members for support be it track riding be it farrier work be it simply the ability to help out with a, a horse taking it to the races we'll provide members with a further update on this important point following our next discussion with jamie steer on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again Well members, we're in the home straight here and we're at the Spring Carnival Juncture where we've got a lot of racing in the Metropolitan of Melbourne 
which is complemented by what's going on around in the regional areas. Obviously, we've got our very successful Caulfield Cup Carnival that's come and gone, our Cox Plate Carnival, um, which is the features the Manicato, and also the um, Cox Plate will run on the coming Friday and Saturday, and then we work our way into the final four days of the Flemington Carnival and the Sandown Classic at the back end. Complementing that, as I said, is a lot of regional racing. We recently spent time at the Benalla Gold Cup. It was a great day, 3,500 people there. We spent time also at the Hotham Handicap, a great concept by the Ballarat Turf Club, supporting our regional trainers. Great cups out there with Cranbourne. We're looking at Bendigo. We're also looking at a number with Hamilton, Horsham. The list is endless. It's a great time of year. I wish members every success with their horses across this period. Red Canoe coming down the outside. Dunedin is coming through in the middle. Dunedin, Red Canoe and Lucas Krennic. Dunedin is coming hard. Dunedin, Red Canoe. Dunedin and Red Canoe. They hit the line. A photo finish between Dunedin and Red Canoe. Nothing in it. So we've also hit the finish line, members. So it's Andrew Nichols signing off. And for everyone out there, happy racing. I'm a bit, a bit, a bit, that's all, folks.